My name is David Hernandez, and you're listening to As the Pokeball Turns. Welcome to As the Pokeball Turns, and happy Valentine's Day from us to you. If you're single like me, happy Single Awareness Day for me and my dogs. Our journey takes us to New York City, where we're introduced to a couple who met through streaming. Together, they launched a Twitch channel based around Pokemon Go, where they would shiny hunt and host raids with their community. Furthermore, Their journey took them to a cross-state adventure across the United States in an attempt to explore and catch a Pokemon from every state in the U.S. How did the journey go? What surprises came their way? There's only one way to find out. Here's their origin story into the world of Pokemon. This is Grant and Alex. And today, I'm joined by Grant and Alex. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I appreciate y'all taking all this time to come on the show. We were talking a little bit beforehand. And the one thing I want to dive into, because you're the second couple I've had on my podcast. And I'm a little bit of a hopeless romantic at heart. (laughs) And the one thing I want to dive into first is like, how did y'all two come together? Like, how did y'all meet? Yeah. So obviously we stream on Twitch now. Yeah. But funny enough, the way we met was on another live streaming app. (laughs) Yep. So. On the broadcasting app in 2016, but we met in person for the first time in 2017. Yeah, it was an app called Livey. I think it's still around. It's around. It's just not It was you just streamed from your phone and. Yeah. It was kind of of an interesting app. It was. And yeah, we met on there. She lived in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. I lived in New Jersey. Yeah. And then we met up in person for the first time at a concert, actually. Mm -hmm. And we were friends for a while. I didn't know he was going to be there. Yeah. So I was just kind of like waiting for the show to start and like all of a sudden I get like a little tap on my back and I was like, I like freaked out and like essentially like jumped on him. So <laughs> She told me she was going to it. She was trying to convince me to go to it. I'm like, oh, yeah. I had to work today. But yeah, I surprised her there. Yeah. And still we were friends for a while though. Like we didn't yeah. start dating anyway. And then like a year later we started dating. Yeah. We weren't really live streaming anymore for a while until Twitch in like 2020. 2020. So before that, y'all doing y'all's own thing, y'all met at the concert, and y'all just yeah. stayed friends for a bit, and then eventually y'all just got together. Yeah. yeah. When did y'all decide to want to do live streaming together? Again, that's how we originally met, was on live streaming. And yeah, we kind of like been on the side for a while, but we both played Pokemon a little bit when it like first came out. Actually, like a lot when it first came out yeah. for me. A little bit for her. <laughs> but that was before we knew each other. And then 2018 hit, I think, and that's when they came out with like friendship levels in Pokemon Go. Yeah. That got us back into the game. So we were, we were pretty hardcore into the game for a while. And then when 2020 hit and like I was going back to school, she had just lost her job. So we started yeah. live streaming uh, with the remote raids, okay. actually, because that was like a big thing. And that's how we kind of like, you know, first started doing it. It was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. We didn't know if anyone was going to watch us at first or yeah. anything. But like doing the remote raids helped get like a like a group in. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that just came in and did the raids, but we made a lot of friends during it too. And the community. You know, yeah. So it was pretty good. It's kind of a unique way to spend time together as a couple, in my opinion. Because I know y'all uh, stream consistently. Y'all do raid hour. And mm-hmm. it's like y'all get to spend time with each other consistently, as well as in front of a live audience. So the audience gets to experience y'all's connection together. Yes. 
Yeah, for sure. It's just, yeah, because we basically we're basically together all day every day. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> it's, you know it's good, and you know it could get annoying at times, but it's mostly good. It's mostly yeah. good. Yeah. What was y'all's experience individually with Pokemon before Pokemon Go? I didn't really play much Pokemon things or watch many Pokemon yeah. things until the game came out. Well, you out. were born in 98. Yeah, so, like, so I didn't really... So, like, the initial wave of Pokemon, you kind of missed out yeah. on. Yeah. For me, I, I'm a little older. I was born in 92, so when they first came out with the cards and everything, like, I was heavy into it. I still mm-hmm. have, like, my original mm-hmm. cards in a binder. So, like, that was, like, the thing. I was into that. Like, the first two gens, especially, like, I was heavy into. And then I kind of fell out a little bit after second gen. I'd still, like, pick up the, the games every once in a while, like, some of the games throughout the years, but I didn't really get heavy, heavy back into it until Pokemon Go. Okay, so you're mostly into, like, Gen 1 and Gen 2, and then you kind of yeah. went in and out, but mostly it sounds like you were kind of distant away from Pokemon up until Pokemon Go. Yeah, I'd play some of the new games. Like, I remember playing Diamond and Pearl a lot, and I'd pick up, like, cards every once in a while, like, just a pack of cards here and there. But, yeah, I wasn't, like, into it like we are now again. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all have a favorite Pokemon at all? Right now, my favorite is Squobit, and I, apparently that's an unpopular opinion. So. <laughs> that is a rare one. I think you're the first yeah, one right? I've ever met with Squobit. Yeah, she it's so cute. obsession with berries. And... Yeah. Oh, okay. It's I really thought it was cute. maybe because it was a squirrel. Yeah, that too. True. It's really cute. <laughs> my favorite Pokemon's always been Eevee, just because like, from the first gen, like from like when I was a kid, like, it was the only one that could evolve into different things, and I thought that was so cool. So it was always Eevee for me. Do you have a favorite evolution you like at all? Yeah, I mean, I like fire, so I like, you know, fire. But also, like, Jolteon was, like, always, like, the fastest. So. Again, I like the OG ones, I like more. But then, you know, friggin' Umbreon's awesome, too, so. <laughs> that's true, that's I true. really, I really want to, I know everyone's been waiting, but I really want a dragon evolution. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, that'd be that'd so be much so fun. <laughs> yeah. How do you envision that would look like? Have you ever thought about that, it? Yeah. Yeah. In my mind, creatively, it looks kind of like a mess, but I think they can make it work. <laughs> <laughs> It has, like, dragon claws, and it's covered in scales. <laughs> yeah, I think it can look, like, kind of, you know, badass, for yeah. sure. I've always been a fan of, hopefully, a steel Eevee illusion. Ooh, like a robotic cyber Eevee, yeah. Something oh, like crazy. that. It's like a, like a Reggie Steel meets an Eevee. <laughs> <laughs> what was y'all's experience with Pokemon Go? Like, when did y'all first start playing? I started playing in 2016, and again, I played for about a few days with one of my friends, but then kind of left it alone because there wasn't really much to do on the game. And then we met and then came back to it in, like, 2018? Yeah. 2018, yeah. Yeah, when the friendship came yeah. in the game, because one of my friends from Wisconsin got me back in the game, basically. Yeah. For me, it was, I started in 2016. I started two days after launch, I think, because I was, I was on vacation when I started. And then, like, I went, like, crazy into it. Like, I'd go to Central Park every weekend and grind for 12 hours straight. And I pretty much got everything in the decks except for, uh, like, regionals at the time. And so, like, at that point, I kind of, like, hit a wall. It was, like, winter coming. There weren't raids yet or anything. I kind of hit a wall, and I kind of stopped playing for a bit until the friendship came out in 2018. What is it about the friendship mechanic that brought you both back into the game? It's pretty interesting that that's the one thing that really kind of brought you <laughs> back, back into Pokemon Go. Yeah. Well, at that time, we were dating, too. So yeah. Like we were, like, but, um, again, yeah, my friend from Wisconsin was still playing it, and he was telling us why. Was, uh, yeah, and he's like, just give it a try again. And I'm like, okay. And, like, so we could send gifts and stuff. And then uh ended up walking to a nearby raid, and there's, like, a bunch of people there. And, like, the one guy gave me, like, a QR code for a local Discord as well. So we found a local Discord at the time. It's a, it was a pretty big Discord. It got kind of torn apart over the years through what? politics, but <laughs> but um, it happens. But it was, unfortunately, yeah. it, there was a there was a golden age of that Discord. It was really good, and we made a lot of like really good local friends. Off yeah, of that it. we're still close with, yeah. like to this day. 
yeah, so just starting the game back up, and then I was just, like, walking to, like, some raids, like, in town, and, yeah, met people that, you know, were part of the Discord, and we joined that. That that really got us into it, because then we had a lot of local people to play with, too. Right. Like, what would y'all do? Like, y'all would just do raid trains all the day? Like, how was the community at the time? Especially the raid days, like, with the birds and stuff, we'd do, like, these huge raid trains. Yeah. We'd try and, like, organize, like, carpools and stuff like that. Community day, we usually had like a fully car loaded. Like, you know, one of us was driving, like, we have a fully car loaded. And we do, like, around here, we do a lot of parking lots because the, the spawns are really good in the parking lots around here. And now we have like lifelong friends, so. Right. Now, now we don't use the Discord really as much, but right. we have people we met off the of Discord that we still like hang, hang out with and organize with. And do stuff yep. with. That's awesome. And it's amazing how Pokemon Go brought, I know y'all two together kind of came a little bit separately, but brought y'all friends y'all could get to connect with and do things still. And you kind of share that with your community on Twitch, I feel like, because I know I don't know where y'all go to when y'all do y'all shit screams, but I noticed that sometimes y'all just drive around, y'all hit these cluster spawns a lot. Is that yeah. kind of the same places y'all played back when you were with the community in New York? Well, this is actually, we're just outside New York and New Jersey. So yeah, it's like parking lot hopping is kind of like the most optimal way, like in our town. For um, clusters, yeah. But we have a couple like abandoned parking lots and they still have really good spawns. So it's really good. But yeah, that's pretty much how we play. In New York, it's a little bit, you know, different because it's like so much traffic and stuff. Well, actually, it's a little bit off topic, but sure. we used to go to the college campuses a lot for um, Ingress, Niantic's other game. Mm-hmm. We, we basically we grinded the crap out of Ingress for like two weeks. It was like our life. Like there was nothing go. I remember at the time there was like nothing going on in Pokemon Go, and we grinded the crap out of Ingress for like two weeks straight. So so only cool. so that we can get to level ten, so that we could submit portals, which would become Pokestops and Pokemon. It, it was, was a, grind. a grind. It was, it was but a grind. It was, it was before. Now of course you could just submit stops in Pokemon Go, but at the time you couldn't. Mm-hmm. So we actually built our area up a lot with like stops and by playing English and doing it that way because we wanted like more gyms in our area and stuff like that. You know, when at the time when y'all were trying to play English to you know add more stops and gyms, would y'all just map things out or like how would y'all find stuff to submit? Is I guess is what I'm asking. Uh, we we just well that was the reason we started playing because we had a lot of stuff that we knew probably could go through. Mm-hmm. Like just like some like playgrounds and some like we have a lot of like John Bazlone was like a war hero. He was from our town. And there's like so many like blacks of him and like statues of him and stuff around and like all this all this like historical stuff can like easily probably go through. So that was a big like we know like the town because you know we're always around here, but there isn't really many people to submit all this stuff. So how has your area changed since doing those kind of submissions? Like how was it before to how it is now? Yeah, and well, there's definitely more people that submit now too. That were like when we did the English, they were helping us out, doing it with us. Mm-hmm. And then now, obviously, you could do it in Pokemon Go. So there are like a few things that pop up still new. But it's great because, like, when we do raid hours, we still sometimes do it from home. But when the remote raids were unlimited, we could do it from home easy because we could see 13 gyms from our house. So Yeah. <laughs> Originally, we could probably only see, like, maybe, like, five. Oh, wow. That's a big increase. Yeah. It's grown. I know y'all started y'all's Twitch based on remote raids. And, of course, Niantic has nerfed it to a point to where it's more difficult. Do y'all miss how remote raids were compared to how it was now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can be honest. I'm not going to judge you. (laughs) Oh, no. No, no, no. It it sucks. But... Especially for certain things, right? Yeah. Was it the tour or was it GoFest for Rayquaza raids that were unlimited? Oh, that was so good. It was Hoenn Tour. Hoenn Tour, yeah. Yeah, when they took the un- the limit off, that was that was great. But basically, we did when they did so that, many, <laughs> we we did like three hundred requests. <laughs> yeah, we we, did... stre- we streamed from like Friday to like it was a long to, like stream. Sunday night straight. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, that really went hard on those requests. Well, yeah, they brought it back the unlimited. They, they don't do that often, so when they do, it's like <laughs> we and go... it was requests. You know, like requests yeah. haven't been back in a while. 
<laughs> yeah. Were y'all trying to hunt for a Shundo or a Hundo or I what were y'all trying still, to go for? Still trying to hunt for a Shundo. So I had the Hundo already. She got she got like six Hundos that day. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Oh my that gosh. Event, that event. Yeah. I don't know how. It was five I or got, six. It was five and then eventually I got a sixth one. But a Shundo, 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 I really Well, want and that. loading up on Shinies to be able to lucky trade. Yeah. Like, to eventually get one. Oh my gosh. How close have you gotten to Shundo? Like, I'm sure you've probably done lucky trades, too. They're, oh, they're always yeah. awful. They're, they're, For they're, the Rayquazas, they're, they're always awful. They're so, it's, it hurts. I don't it, know why. It's just, yeah, not great. Well, what's y'all's way to play Pokemon Go? I know you drive around. Do y'all like to shiny hunt, or do y'all just like to catch? We shiny hunt quite Mainly. a bit. Mainly shiny Mainly, hunting. Mainly, yeah. We'll catch stuff if we need candies for it, or like if there's like a like Stardust, Stardust bonus, like right yep, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. But then we'll catch. But mainly, oh. I've loved y'all's reactions because I saw some of y'all's old YouTube <laughs> videos, and I love how sometimes y'all would both get shiny Pokemon at the same time. Like <laughs> I remember a Deoxys, and y'all oh just are both surprised. Like that's got to be kind of a fun feeling when y'all both get the shiny at the same time. It's wild because like I get it if we i don't know how to explain it like when we get a shiny both at the same time especially in raids yeah it's like like what are the chances of that it's kind of like crazy because it's like really small odds that that happens mm-hmm. it doesn't happen um, very often so it's a nice little shock especially when it's like the first one or like we're really hunting it. yeah the first time it ever happened i i thought i think <laughs> we both kind of lost our minds a little bit <laughs> so, yeah. was it the deoxys or was it something else I think Deoxys was one of the first ones. It was one of the first ones. Okay. Uh, it was either Deoxys or maybe Genesect. But like, it actually just happened for the Sweet and Samurai Raid Day. But so. it was a little quick. Uh, for, uh, for, or, uh, not tell Samurai. me what it is. Um, it happened for, um, why am I blanking? Typhlosion, yeah. And we, it actually was crazier, and this is the first time this happened. We both got a shiny at the same time, but it was the same CP, which has like never happened. Uh, and Only it could have been a Shundo. If it was a Shundo, <laughs> oh. I think we both would have just like went down a little bit. But it was still, <laughs> it was still like mind blowing because like we've gotten a shiny at the same time of legendaries, but never the same CP. It was crazy. That's awesome. Like, yeah, yeah. what are the odds y'all both get a, both a shiny yeah. and the same CP? Yeah. I don't That's even. Know, I don't know what the odds of that are. They've got very, very tiny odds. Somebody listening to this, if y'all know math, do the math for us because <laughs> me, all three of us are. I'm good at math, but I don't know how to do the yeah. math right now for that. It's just not happening for me. Uh, who has the most shinies between y'all two? Oof. We we throw a lot out too because we do three yeah. days and stuff. Yeah, and, of course. And we of end course. up getting way too many on But right now, I have twenty four thirty two, and I have twenty one oh one. So he has a bit more. She, she's better at managing her stories, though, I think. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Are you a bit of a hoarder? Well, no, it's just, it's, like, I, I get, like, in the community days, like, I gotta go back eventually, and I don't do it right away. Like, I have, like, a million Mareeps right now that I gotta delete. Yeah. But we do actually have the same exact Shundo, though. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It didn't happen on stream, but it was actually right before we started streaming, I think, actually. I think so. It was a wild Gyarados. Before Mega Gyarados was out, there was some event where Gyarados was spawning in the wild, and it was shiny boosted. It was like 1 in 64. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we were stuck in traffic, I remember. <laughs> and so, you know, I just had the game open where like literally bumper to bumper traffic. I opened the game, and I clicked it, and it was shiny. And I told her to check it, and it was shiny for her, too. And we were just so shocked at the time that it was shiny for both of us. Right. I didn't even, like, IV check it at the time, because I was just, like, so shocked that it was shiny for both of us. And then, like, the next day, I remember IV checking it. I'm like, oh, my God, like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> I'm like, wait, is this the one you got? And then, sure enough, it was the one she got. So, yeah, it was <laughs> we have the same Gyarados. You know, it's got the timestamp and the location stamp. It was the same exact one. 
Oh my gosh. It was, yeah. It was, you know, it was boosted 164, but still, I mean, we didn't even know it was a Honda. Like, now some of, like, locals and stuff will call out Hondos around here, and we know, but, like, this was not, like, where we were from. We were just stuck in traffic. Yeah, it was, it was insane. It was pretty crazy. That's so cool. Like, I like that. Like, (laughs) y'all both have that Gyarados kind of connected with y'all's journey. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a really cool one. You've been listening to As the Pokeball Turns. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And so I started in the Discord and the local community that I had. I would just start to like announce like lure parties in the domain. And I'd be like, hey, you know, Tuesday at 7 p.m. We're going to meet here. And so I actually met my wife from a lure party. She just showed up. I think she joined the Discord and another friend of hers told her that she should go. And we essentially met from Alert Party and like we'd loop the domain, the four stop area. And then we talked about the in-game news and all the different features that were coming out. And so, yeah, it was just, I don't know, it just naturally happened. And she was really cool. And I really liked her, obviously. And she liked me. And you know, we stayed friends for quite a while. And then we eventually started to do like raid trains. And I'd be a driver a lot of the time. And so I'd have like maybe three or four people in my car and I'd always try to get her to join me and so you know naturally we just got to know each other a lot better that way and then it evolved from just like playing the game together like we can be like go get some food or let's go see a movie you know and that's how it went man it's pretty great to hear the rest of this story listen to trainer's eye number 41 weaving webs with pokemon featuring scyther's kiss now let's get back to the episode I know y'all's twitch stream has had to change because of the remote ray nerf so how do y'all like approach Twitch streaming now with Pokemon Go? Like what do y'all try to show the audience and what do y'all hope people experience when they watch you? So I guess before we used to do it like mostly like raiding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of times actually even like we would either both be at home and we could just do the raids like that we could see from the house. Or I would stay home. Or and I would, he would stay go home out. and I would go out and she would like organize the queues. So we definitely had to change our setup a little bit to like have it so that we could both be out. You know, we have our phones that both have service. We have a third phone that has service for like the camera while we're outside. And then we have, like, two other phones that we hotspot. So it's, like, <laughs> we kind of have, like, a little mini studio in the car. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah, so we definitely had to change our setup a little bit and, like, figure out how to work it so that we can both be outside and both manage to stream. Because we're outside a lot more either doing the raids or just shiny hunting. We try and, like, figure out the best ways to get, like, the new things and stuff while we're, you know, while we're going. We also stream inside. We do stream inside sometimes. We do though, stream inside, yeah. 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 Yeah, I think all the time I've watched y'all, y'all have only been streaming from y'all's car, so I must have missed yeah. those. Usually on like on Fridays, we'll come inside. Mm-hmm. Sometimes raid um, hours. And then the other thing we do virtually every day is our daily incense every day. I think we both have all the birds. Yes, now we do. I caught each one in a Pokeball. That was my mission. I oh my gosh. <laughs> that was my mission, and I, I got that done. I've caught a few of them in a Pokeball. I was trying to do it, like, kind of color coordinate. I don't really know. Because I caught one of them in a Pokeball, Great Ball, and then an Ultra Ball. But also, I, I think I've caught, like, two birds in a Pokeball now. Or three. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Yeah, so she wanted to, catch, like, match the colors with the birds. Basically. So, yeah, that's what she did with her first yeah. <laughs> I don't know which is more difficult, because you're trying to color coordinate the birds that are going to always run, and him catching with Pokeballs, it's kind of difficult. <laughs> I feel like that both yeah. be challenging. Yeah, a yeah. little bit. Yeah, it's just, well, that's why we do it pretty much every day, so we have the most chances. But then there would be streaks where, like, there was, like, a streak at the end of last year where between the two of us, we saw, like, five birds in three days, so it's very streaky. It's very random. So eventually, GoFest comes to y'all's neck of the woods in 2023. What was it like to have GoFest in your area? 
I mean, obviously, I was super excited when I heard the news. Yeah, we were, we were hoping that it was somewhere closer, and then it ended up being in New York, and it was very exciting. Yeah, because we went all the way to Seattle the previous year. Yeah. And obviously, it's a lot cheaper if it's here for us, you know, it's a lot. It's yeah. just easier because we know the area. I like traveling places, too, but during the events, we do too much sightseeing. Like, in right. Seattle, we had a day of sightseeing and stuff. Yeah, not too much. But it was nice because, yeah, we know all the places, especially with the city experience. We know kind of, like, where to play right. and how to play. I was, I was not a big fan of the island, the park. Nope. <laughs> I would <laughs> that was agree. A, yeah. It was an odd choice an odd choice for me. There's a lot of spots they could have done it that yep. I think would have been better. Even if it wasn't even, like, right in Manhattan, like, outside of Manhattan, other parks and stuff. And especially at the time, like, we scouted the park out a couple weeks beforehand and, like, made a little video and stuff. But we saw there was going to be a problem right away because there was construction going on in the park, and that made it hard to fund the people for a certain area. Yeah, their timing wasn't um, really. But great. I was happy it was in New York. The park stunk <laughs> because of the construction mainly, but also it was hard to get to the park for a lot of people. I mean, overall, it was great because it was right here for us. And, right. And the city experience days were just insane. What park do you think would have been a better fit for you, in y'all's opinion, for Poco Go Fest? It's it's hard because, like, I, I think Central Park wouldn't make sense. It's way too big. And even if they did a cent- section of Central Park, it would be hard for people to find. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think Prospect Park would be nice. Prospect Park already has a, a lot of events going on throughout the summer. Like, Yeah, eh. so we close them down. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, there's, a lot of park, there's a lot of big parks in, like, Queens and stuff like that. Or, yeah. Like, Brooklyn mm-hmm. That are just, like, it would just be less chaotic. You know what I mean? And it wouldn't be too far from. It's still in New York City, technically, and it wouldn't be too far from, like, the main city of Manhattan. Like Anything um, but Randall's Island. Or any of the islands. I mean, there's also Governor's Island. Like, any of the islands. Because <laughs> they're so, it's so hard to get in and out of there. Yeah. Yeah, that was the one thing I didn't like about that park either, because I had to go, I walked across the bridge. Yes. Yeah, and... we walked across the little bridge. I don't The little bridge? So there's two bridges. There's one south and there's one north. There's a car bridge, and then there's, like, a little bridge from Manhattan, at least if you're coming from Manhattan. Okay. I think I took the big bridge because I came with from cars the top. On it? From uh, Thomas Jefferson or Roosevelt, or something like that. Yeah, with the cars on it, or the cars yeah, on the bridge? ones with cars okay, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We avoided that one. The, but we had to walk a lot farther, though. But man, where were we all when I needed y'all? <laughs> <laughs> but that bridge just seemed crazy, and there's so many people went that way. But I, I can imagine, like, when I think the worst was probably we played in the morning. Luckily, I don't know if you played in the morning or the afternoon. I heard, like, terrible stories in the afternoon because everyone's trying to get out at once. At least in the morning when they shut it off, people might go to the shop, people might hang out for a little bit. Not everyone's leaving at once in the morning. But, like, oh, in the afternoon, that's a good point. Yeah. Everything's shut down. Everyone's just leaving all at the same time. Where'd y'all go to Grind the City experience? Mostly Lower East Side. It's, like, our favorite part of Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Ah, okay. Lower East Side mostly. We were actually car grinding still for a lot of it. Because mm-hmm. we're streaming, and it's just, for when we're streaming, to hold, like, all the phones and have the chats, like, we have a bunch of mounts in our car and everything, it's just so much easier to do it from the car, instead of trying to juggle five phones. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, we city-grinded for a bunch of it, we, you know, just kind of basically like, kept going from, like, east side to west side. But it's my favorite park experience ever for a GoFest was Chicago. Yep. Oh, you went to Chicago? In 2019. They need to bring that back. That was the best park experience ever. Did y'all go together, or? Yeah. Yeah. What was it like for y'all to go to Chicago? Uh, that's good. We drove actually. From there. So it was like a it was like a <laughs> eleven hour 11, yeah. drive. Funny enough, my my friend who got me back into the game, he lives in Wisconsin, but one of his work offices was in Chicago, so he was working there that day. We left at like three in the morning. We got to Chicago. And we picked him up from work. <laughs> yeah. And then we checked into our hotel, and then we went out and did raid hour. <laughs> so after an eleven hour drive, we got there. <laughs> my gosh, but, I just live in that car. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that time it was in Chicago, so we were just walking around during the raid hour. Oh, okay. okay. Um, 
And yeah, we did the raid hour, and then the next day was our day of Joel Fest, and it was really good our day. Like, yeah. the connection was fine, everything was fine. The park was so good, it was decorated really well. It was a huge rectangle, that's what made it so good. It was just a huge rectangle. So you'd walk down one side through all the different zones, and then walk back the other side through the zones. And it was just so, it was a perfect layout, really. Well, we've talked so much about GoFest, so if somebody was on the fence about going to a GoFest, what would you tell them? As long as it's not at Randall's Island, you, can, you should go. <laughs> I mean, the best the best part about GoFest is just, like, also meeting up with people. Yes. That's the best part about yes. GoFest, I feel like. That's half the reason, if not more, right, that I, I mean, want to go. Right, they have a global GoFest. Yeah. They have other things, like... There's time to play. Right. But your friends and people that you haven't seen in months or more is, like, most Especially, of the Especially, like, us, like, you know, and, like, the online community. Like, yeah. there's so many people that are spread out so far, and this is, like, the only time they all come together, for the most exactly. part. So it's, like... Did y'all meet a lot of people online whenever y'all went to the GoFest? Yeah. Yeah, like, so we did a meetup in the East Village at a pizzeria. That was a lot of fun. And then we, you know, met people in the park. Yeah, like, we um, hung out quite a bit with friends. But and... it's always, there's always the problem is that, like, you always miss someone. Like, you always, yeah. like, there's so much going on. There's so many people there. And it goes by so fast that you always miss someone, unfortunately. It sucks. Oh, someone actually else that you interviewed, uh, a good friend of ours, uh, Mike Nerdlaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cowboy yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we missed him this time. We saw him when we were in Seattle. Yes. And he's such a nice guy, but we, I, we couldn't find him in, in that whole... We weren't in the park for that much, and he was in the park the whole time, I think. But he's such a nice guy. We didn't get to see him. No. So that's that's the one thing that stinks, is like there's so many people there that it could be overwhelming and hard to organize everything. But it's cool to see like a lot of people that you don't get to see outside of that event. Speaking of beating people, you actually took a trip around the States earlier, right? We did. Yeah, and our mission was to catch a Pokemon in every state. We, we again, we haven't put out, like, the content from it yet. I'm trying to, like, edit it in the best way. The best like, way, to, yeah. yeah. But it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We went to all the continental states, so 48 states. We caught a Pokemon in every state. We tried to do an activity in yeah. every state. Yeah, we didn't want to just go and catch a Pokemon in every right, state, like right? Right, like, what? That's uh, cool and all, but, like, while yeah. we're in the states and, like, exploring states that we might not be back in, we wanted to we tried. at least do something everywhere. We tried a bunch of food places yeah. in all different states. It was it was a great experience. So it was, it was kind of a nice like of mixing like Pokemon with traveling. How long was the trip just overall? Like how long did it take y'all to get around forty eight states? Oh, a little over a month. So the Northeast we went through pretty quick because most of those states we've already been to, you know. Sure. And they're all smaller states, right? <laughs> Once you get in the middle of the country, then they're all bulky and takes like yeah. a day to drive through them. We rented, like, a van, so actually we put, like, a, one of our friends gave us this foam that we could put in the back so we could actually sleep in the back at, like, rest stops and stuff. Sometimes sometimes we got hotels, but sometimes it was just more convenient to sleep in the back and, you know, save some money. My favorite place, for me personally, was Yellowstone. It was beautiful there. And I'm not a big nature person, but it was just so nice there. Same. The service stunk a lot, except, like, at, like, big, like, landmarks there or stuff. Mm-hmm. So I did catch a Pokemon at Yellowstone at uh, Old Faithful, actually. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Um, that so that was, was really so cool, cool to cool. see Old Faithful. What was your favorite spot? My favorite spot is kind of hard to choose, but I think if I had to choose one, besides Grand Canyon, it would probably be Idaho? Is that where that was? Well, because she got to feed baby bears. I got bears. to pet and feed six cute baby bears, and <laughs> I don't know if anything could beat that. <laughs> um, so I think that has to be my favorite. Now, were they wild baby bears, or were they, like, at the zoo, or... It wasn't at a zoo, it was, like, a bear sanctuary. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's still yeah. kind of... <laughs> I, yeah, I fed them with a baby bottle. Oh, my gosh, that must have been yeah. so adorable. <laughs> it, they were so... They were, like, little babies. 
I was worried yeah. if Mama Bear was behind you and like, <laughs> oh yeah, no, we got to see bit. We got to drive in a circle and got to see like big bears and like different other animals. But with petting, it was like baby bears that they like take care of there, and they're they're like cute, messy eaters, and it was just really cute. And I want to go back. Did y'all have any like things that went wrong during the trip? Uh, yeah, on like one of the first days, I like pulled a muscle. In my leg. <laughs> Getting out, getting out. It was like freezing cold. I don't know why I'm laughing, but and I got out. I was trying to jump out because again we were like sleeping in the back. Like the back folds down of this van, and, and I was trying to like jump out. And I think it was a combination of me being cold and jumping out. And I it was I pulled a muscle in my leg. It got kind of bad. We actually ended up going to the hospital in like Montana, <laughs> and, uh, Idaho, actually Idaho. But everything was fine. It was just like because I had this massive bruise on the back of my leg. Yeah, that was really the only big hiccup. Yeah. <laughs> It was Everything else is pretty good. Quite the adventure. We, we made it through all forty states. We didn't get pulled over once, which is you know that's impressive. Good. I know, yeah. I isn't know. it? That yeah. was pretty good. We met up with a couple people like from yeah. you know, different states as we went and played like Pokemon people or just people that are our friends. Like that was very exciting. Received, I guess. My gosh, I need to do that someday. That sounds like so much fun. It was really fun. I would say for a road trip through all the states, I think like six weeks. Six weeks would be more optimal. There were, like, some days where we were kind of, like, you know, rushing a little bit. I think six weeks would be, like, more yeah. optimal. Would you ever want to try that trip again, or have you thought about it? <sighs> there, so not ever, not all 48, because Lord knows I can't do that. <laughs> um, but. You did it once before. Yeah, right. Is It was, like, a sampler, right? Yes, that's what it, yeah, yeah. So now we kind of know the places that, like, oh, there's, like, some cool stuff here I never would have thought of. And then, like, some other places were, like, eh, like, there's not really much here, like. You know, Don't want to we, go we back there. We checked it out. We didn't, there wasn't really much we liked. Mm-hmm. So now we know, like, kind of like you know, regions or areas that we'd want to go back to and explore more. Yeah, that would be more realistic if we could just not stop at all forty-eight and just mm-hmm. go to the ones that were like, oh my god, I want to go back there because like that's there or this. I think the most different part of the country is definitely like the southwest, like the deserts and stuff, and like the southwest. That was like the most different. Yeah, it felt like a different world sometimes. Uh, I think the dust in the air was killing my lungs, but it, it was so it was so beautiful and so different that I really, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, too. I think the way y'all said it was like it's a sample, right? You got to sample yeah. each yeah. state, and now y'all can figure out which one appeases more to what you want to explore more into. Yeah, for exactly. sure, and that's why the trip was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. We did actually have some amazing barbecue in Texas while we were there. And Alex oh. shot a gun for the first time at a shooting range. <laughs> you know, we figured Texas, right? It was, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> I'm afraid that if I start talking about how that experience felt now, we will be here for 24 hours. So, um, let's go, let's Texas go. Experience. <laughs> the gun range was a different feeling. Like, my body did not come back to reality until we were driving out of there for 10 minutes. It was crazy, but also, like, adrenaline, like, rushing. Mm. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, the barbecue, the barbecue place that yeah, we went to. It was like a to, barbecue shack we went to in Texas. It was like a in, uh, barn. Was it Bo- Beaumont? Beaumont. Yeah, Beaumont. Beaumont. Yeah. Oh my! If you ever are there, <laughs> go because it is like one of the best. Like it's probably my favorite food that we I had on the trip. I want to go back so bad. I was gonna say, did it feel therapeutic when you pulled the trigger? Because sometimes some people in Texas go there for uh, <laughs> therapy reasons. <laughs> It was, I think it gave her anxiety. First of all, <laughs> if anything, it was. I, I think I would like to describe that experience as anything but therapeutic. I mean, the guy who yeah. came in with us was super nice. Like he, he was, was like ex military. He was like he, he was like probably like thirty. You know, guess, yeah, like, he literally told us how old he was, and I forgot. He was the like nicest dude ever. It was really funny. Yeah, he like was with us the whole time, and it was very nice. 
Well, Alex and Grant, thank y'all for coming on the show. Before yeah. you do go, if people want to connect with you, if they want to check out your content, if they want to watch y'all guys on Twitch, where can they go? By all means, please plug away. <laughs> it's just Grant and Alex. Grant, well, Grant, the Grant letter N. N. Yeah. Alex. Yeah. On basically on, anything. And everything, yeah. Twitter, TikTok. Yeah. Twitch. YouTube as well. We're trying to do more YouTube content. We haven't really done a ton of YouTube, but yeah, trying to do more YouTube. Yeah. Stuff. But mostly, we're live almost every day, at least six days a week on Twitch. Yep. Cool beans. I'll make sure to include links to everything they said in the description of today's episode. Thank you for listening to As the Pokeball Turns. If you want to support the show, consider becoming a Patreon by either clicking the link in the description or going to patreon.com slash as the Pokeball Turns. Now, if you aren't able to support the show financially, you can always support the show by sharing it with your Pokemon community because this show wouldn't exist without listeners like you. Now, here's a sneak peek for the next episode of As the Pokeball Turns. Oh, please don't say we've reached a point in life where we have to explain what VCR is. Is this what it's like to be old now? I feel very old these days.